Hello, listeners, and welcome to yet another episode of our Nightmare on Elm Street retrospective review series. Uh, I'm Jackson with uh, Just Annoyed. Make sure you go over to the Bored and Annoyed YouTube channel. Easy to find. Search Bored and Annoyed on YouTube um, and subscribe there. And uh, there are video clips in these, so it'll definitely be a more entertaining watch for you than it is a listen. So again, pop over there to see my myself and Paul from CBSI review this uh, movie, which is A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, Dream Warriors, uh, and the rest of our series here. And we're planning on following up up with more once we're done. So uh, thanks for listening and hope to see you over there in the chat when we record this live on Wednesday nights. Thanks. Paul, how's it going? Going great. How are you? I am doing well. Uh, that was a Dokken track, Dream Warriors, the title <laughs> track of the movie we're going to review tonight. Uh, I am Jackson with Just Annoyed, and as always, joined by my friend Paul. And Paul, uh, introduce yourself. Where can they find you? Yeah, I'm Paul. You can find me on the Tales from the Flipside YouTube channel, as well as uh, here with Jackson, Bored and Annoyed, and um, Downright Nerdy Podcast on our uh, weekly move to Sunday nights now for our movie reviews. Yeah, and I think this weekend we are reviewing The Green Mile, which funny enough has a strong connection to this movie. Um, Frank Darabont, who directed The Green Mile, uh, also directed Shawshank, Mm. uh, was big in creating um, The Walking Dead. Uh, He was a co-writer on the script for this movie. So um, kind of interesting factoid there. But uh, yeah, it's uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. This is a fan favorite of the franchise. People love this one. What did you think? Oh, yeah. It blew number two out of the water. (laughs) Yeah, I uh, this is a fun movie. Um, You know, it's uh, it's kind of a different circumstance. It's like it takes place in a a mental hospital, basically, with Mm -hmm. all these kids. Everybody thinks they're crazy. it's got a cool aesthetic, like all the different dream sequences are neat. Uh, very different from the original still, I would say, um, yeah. in tone. But uh, but yeah, what, what did you think? Like, what were your thoughts on it as you were watching it before we kind of no, go I, into the plot? No, I thought it was great. I think it definitely um, helped you forget about number two, continue the story in a perfect way from number one. Um, and I, yeah, I thought it was really well done. Some uh, familiar, some familiar faces. Breakout movie for um, the main character, or Patricia what? Arquette. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Lawrence Fishburne is in this. Yeah. I believe in yeah. the credits, he's Larry Fishburne actually in this. Oh, one. that's funny. So, but um, but yeah, this is a uh, plot is essentially that um, there is kind of a rash of suicide attempts. Is how I read it, and all these kids are claiming that they are seeing shit in their dreams. Um, they all get put in a mental institution, uh, and you have a whole, like, uh, what's neat about this one, I think, is that there's a whole cast of very different characters, um, and they mm-hmm. all have kind of a different thing going on with them, um, and essentially, Freddy starts picking them off one by one, and that's that's the and essential it, plot. And, it, and it's because they are the last kids of Elm Street, 
which yes. I thought was cool because it's kind of like, why is he here? And I, and they don't leave that as an open-ended just because he wants to kill more kids. Right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. They're cool. last of the Elm street children. Now they don't really, they don't really go into how Nancy knows that. Um, mm -hmm. cause, cause yeah, I guess that's another thing is this one sees the return of Nancy, uh, to the story. Um, and I thought that that was well handled. Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, I guess it would make sense that she's kind of um, uh, somebody that's that's has a passion for helping uh, kids and is an expert on pattern nightmares or whatever. Um, we also get her dad is back in this yeah. one. Um, and uh, yeah, this is just uh, I love this movie. I think this one is super fun. Um, yeah, the, the effects were awesome as well. Yeah, uh, that was one thing watching it. There's there's only one effect in this that I don't think holds up, and it's the skeleton, uh, like the Ray Harryhausen Clash of the Titans style right, skeleton right. that pops up. But but yeah, this one's fun. Um, you know, he this is also where Robert England really steps into his own as the character who he would become. I mean, this is quintessential classic Freddy. He's funny. Uh, He's got a bunch of one-liners, and um, you you learn a, a, a lot more about his lore yeah. in this one. So, um, um, can I uh, derail us a little bit and share sure. my share my screen? Unless you know what I'm talking about, I'll just share my screen because I I couldn't find it on Google, so I took a screenshot of it. Um, this poster, sorry, it's so small. <laughs> yes, I, I couldn't find it on Google, but anyway, I was um. That's the first thing I saw, and it pulled it out, and it it, it kind of set it up as like, is this going to be like a goofy funny, or I didn't know what kind of like it almost looks like a musical poster to me because of just the way he's dressed and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know because I, I looked it up and there was so many different posters for it. Was that the original? No. Or? So so the original would be this like what I used for the. Okay. graphic here um and that's you know that's something to talk about with these movies too if you get a chance to look at all the posters for these i mean the 80s horror like artwork is fucking awesome i mean it's yeah. totally stylistic none of the characters actually look like this right. but um <laughs> but uh but yeah it's great i uh yeah i i i can't say enough about this um Kills. There's some creative kills in this yeah, movie. Yeah, very creative. Um, and one in particular is lauded as a classic uh, funny moment, and that would be this one. That's great. Yeah, it, 
so many things they could have done to to not make it amazing, uh, and and they didn't do it. They didn't do anything wrong. I, so, for instance, his arms could have been just his arms, but they made right. it you know robot, and uh, and he didn't pop through when he yep. came out of the TV like it sucked in. It's just uh, and it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's perfect, and it's funny <laughs> because it's a horror movie. Um, and you would think they had to have known that they were towing that line of like, okay, we're going too far with this, but they managed to make it fun. And yeah. I think you care enough about the characters to actually be invested in what's happening with pretty much every character in the movie. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't, uh, that one was probably my least favorite of the, the kids, I guess, but yeah. I don't think she lasted as long as most of them, but, um, but yeah, you you kind of get to know them. So her deal was she is a wannabe actress who essentially, you know, everybody's like, yeah, sure, you're going to go to Hollywood and be an actress or whatever. So she would watch TV at night. Um, and in order to stay up, she would put cigarettes out on her arms. Um, so like little touches like that, that I think really make a difference in this. Um, you know, and, and that's not the only one. Uh, my, one of my... Um, you know, favorite probably kills in the entire series, uh, just because of how gruesome it is, is, uh, is this one here. <laughs> yeah, so I cut off the end. I mean, I these are going a little long, but I feel like they're fucking awesome, and yeah. I could watch them over and over. Yeah, um, that, that one got me. Uh, like, if you've seen Black Swan, I think was the name of the movie, where yes. she has that hangnail, and it's just like you can feel that one. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and it's one. and it's you know, props to the uh, the writers of the script because that's a interesting idea. I mean. He's, yeah. he, in this movie, he does things that are supernatural. He's in dreams. He's not just a guy chasing you around and it still works. Um, you know, that one in particular, yeah, he's using, he's like a marionette, just puppet, yeah. puppet master controlling the guy. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I mean, I don't know. You, you talked about the effects. Um, uh, most of them hold up. Uh, I looked up the budget and apparently there wasn't like a gigantic budget for this either. Hmm. So I guess practical effects will do that. Um, but yeah, was there an effect you liked the most in this yeah, movie? There, yeah, there were two. I really liked in the beginning when the faucets turned into his hands. Uh, I liked the attention to detail where the pipes were bones, like actual bones of the arm. 
uh, I like that. And then I really liked later, um, you might have a clip of the, the nurse kill. The nurse kill. Oh, uh, <laughs> tongue tied. I don't, yeah. I don't have a clip because <laughs> I didn't know what I could get away with, but I do have this image, which is fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. So to set her up now, she is, or he, Joey is the mute character who is like smitten for this nurse that works at the hospital and like they run this thing and it's a really well set up scene. They basically run like a hypnosis group where they're going to put everybody to sleep. One of the characters has a power where she can pull other people into the dream. Um, and we can talk about that in a second too. I think that's kind of a interesting thing is how this expands on. It's like the perfect mm -hmm. sequel in that it builds on all of the things from the previous movie. But but um, but yeah, so so he sees her and she like calls him in and says, Hey, I'm really in love with you or whatever, and and starts making out with them and then starts shooting tongues at his yeah. limbs to tie him to the bed. Um, and this was that was a scene where when I was a kid, that was like, oh my god, this is amazing, like boobs, <laughs> you know. But but yeah, that's a good effect. Yeah, I didn't know when that scene would would reveal Freddie. I thought maybe when he unzipped her nurse outfit. It would it'd be like an all burnt back. And then when she was getting on top of him, I thought maybe her, you know, from your angle on top, you would see her her back rip open to like show burnt skin or something. Um, they did it really well, though. What I liked most about that is at the towards the end of the scene, um, when he's tied on all fours, that the tongues are still moving. I thought the little attention yes. to detail added so much to that scene. Well, and we've just static. We've talked about this so many times. Like these things still look so much better when they're practical. As goofy as they look, yeah. they just work better. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I uh, and yeah, that the the expanding on the lore thing is huge because oh, yeah. we we do get you know not only do we introduce like oh this is a neat idea essentially the name of the movie is Dream Warriors because every character in the movie has like a special ability when they get into their dream right so one of them's like a nerdy wizard master guy one of them is strong as hell one of them can pull other people into the dream and do gymnastics one of them can talk um, I don't know who I'm <laughs> which, forgetting which which sounds generic as heck but how that scene plays out is he's a, he's the mute character, but in the dream, he, uh, he, he's kind of like, um, man, I can't remember the comic book character who, who's. Oh, uh, who black to, canary, black canary. No, the the, um, no, he's from the, the, uh, is he from the inhumans guy who, um, anyway, he, he, his voice is extremely amplified. So you get like, even a whisper would, blow cars out of the street but anyway so he that's his he he can he screams and breaks all the mirrors in this one hallway and that's how they they get freddie to go away for for a little bit that's a hell of an effect in that scene too like yeah. all the p kids being pulled into the different like nowadays that would probably be easy for them to pull off but i would mm -hmm. imagine at the time that was difficult um now you mentioned not knowing when freddie was gonna like reveal himself um he apparently when they first wrote this, the idea was to have like he morphs into her and it's like, a you know, her body with Freddie's head or some shit. I can't remember why they didn't go with that. Maybe because it was just too goofy or whatever. But I think it's kind of a neat idea. Or if she just had burns all over or something, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, maybe it reminded him too much of 
number two's possession theme, and they wanted to stay away from stay away yeah. from that. No mention of two whatsoever. Nope. This. Two does not uh, exist nope. anymore. It, the, the only link is the house, and that's it. Um, yep. Yep. That to uh, yeah to set the movie up um, a little bit at the beginning is the main character, and she's building this um, paper mache popsicle stick house of um, Nancy's house. Uh, and she just says, I don't know, it's the house I see in my dreams. Um, so that's her, her link to it. And, um, they did, uh, what did they do in her scene? I think it was in that dream sequence. They had a uh, oil slick floor instead of the marshmallow floor or marshmallow stairs. They did kind of recycle that. Yeah. Um, where she's running away. But I mean, that is like, if something was going to happen, um, in a dream world, I think that one kind of makes sense. Like right. you, you're running and you, you can't, you can't stop running now. Uh, as far as effects, my favorite effect, what impresses me the most is probably this one here. So that, that whole, happened, yeah, that whole room yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, that happens pretty early in the movie, and, and that I can imagine when it came out, people were like, "Wow, this is uh, this is something different," um, mm-hmm. and it still works. But yeah, the the fact that they zoom in on the face and he talks, and um, it's just really fucking cool. But uh, uh, yeah, Kristen, I'm sorry, I mixed it up. It was Kristen who's building that house. Yes, Kristen. she's the the uh, blonde actress, the Pat- Patricia. Arquette. Yep, yep, Patricia Arquette, and she went on to be like an Oscar winner. She's the Johnny Depp of this yeah. uh, this movie. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just looking at the list. Um, Jennifer Rubin looked familiar. I think she looked like just someone I a relative of mine. But yeah, we mentioned um, uh, Lawrence Fishburne was the other. Yep. Long-term breakout character, I think. Yeah, and poor man's Bill Maher. That one guy just looks exactly like Bill Maher <laughs> to me, the doctor. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's kind of like, he's trying to bang his intern, it seems. Like, you know me, I'm always looking for the, I'm always looking for the sexual tension. You they know? kind of, yeah, I was, you know, I, I forgot about that. They kind of alluded to them getting close-ish. They went to dinner. I don't know whose apartment they were at, or was that at the institution? I couldn't tell because they were I on a couch that, by a fire. It was her house because she had like that uh, oh, yeah. dream doll, right? And he asks about it um, and it keeps bad dreams away. Now, um, I do think it's important to talk about the lore expansion on Freddy Krueger here. So Definitely. we we learn um, a really dark, twisted, fucked up thing about Freddy <laughs> Krueger. Uh, throughout the movie, the Bill Maher character 
um, he he starts seeing this nun, and she's kind of just like this mysterious woman who's like around in certain scenes, and he talks to her or whatever. Um, and there is a uh, a scene in here where we take what we know about Freddy and we expand on it. And uh, I'm going to play that because I actually really like this scene. This wing's been closed for years. What was this place? Purgatory. Fashioned by the hands of men. Twisted, lonely souls. The worst of the criminally insane. We're locked up in here like animals. This whole facility was shut down in the 40s, wasn't it? Some sort of scandal? The young girl on the staff was accidentally locked in here over the holidays. The inmates kept her hidden for days. She was raped hundreds of times. When they found her, she was barely alive and with child. That girl was Amanda Kruger. Her child, Freddy, the bastard son of a hundred maniacs. Some say he was murdered. No body was ever found. Yeah. yeah. The bastard son of a hundred maniacs. What a great line. Yeah. yeah, whoever wrote that, I mean, that is fucking awesome. Um, and he is a bastard, like in every sense of the word. He's he's not only a bastard in that he doesn't have a father, nobody ra helped raise this kid with Amanda or whoever. Um, but he's like your prototypical, like I, that, that bastard, you know, he's always fucking yeah. with you or whatever. But um, but yeah, what'd you think of that whole uh, addition? I thought it was great. I was interested why she was elderly versus a young woman. But I think that must be because later in the film, it's revealed um, that unless you have another way of setting it up, who the nun is. Yes. Yes. The nun is Amanda Kruger. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's her elderly ghost. Like she's the nun. So she must've probably given. it. I, I assume she gave him up to an orphanage and she went on to be a nun to maybe try and find peace with life maybe and died in old age. That's why it was an older actress. Uh, that's just my guess. I don't. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm trying to find a picture of her gravestone. Okay. So hmm. she lived from, hold on, hold on. Sister Mary Helena. Okay. So she lived from, 1907 to 1968. Yeah. So she was 61 years old. I guess that works, right? I've, yeah. When she died. Um, and this is her ghost, essentially, that, mm -hmm. is, that is around now. Yeah, I can't. And you know what's funny? This is, I feel like a novice Freddy guy, but I can't remember if we learn more about what she did with Freddy. I feel mm -hmm. like... She, I feel like she just knew he was evil from the moment. I mean, that would be a pretty fucked up way to have a kid, right? Oh, you know? Yeah. 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 So I I love, you know, that is, uh, there's sequels are supposed to get bigger um, and, and expand on lore in an interesting way. And this one does that while the second Nightmare movie did nothing with it whatsoever, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like that. Uh, there are uh, a couple more. Or there's another part that I think is neat too that kind of expands on him. 
Um, and it's the whole bit with the, uh, the the souls of the children. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were gonna say. You're gonna say. Oh no! Just oh yeah, oh yeah. And at the end, um, that's all I was gonna say. But at the end of that clip, uh, he changes his voice a little bit. Like he's just excited. Like he's he's. I think he's excited to show Nancy how powerful he is and why he's powerful. Just to just to make it even worse. I I did like how they. I thought he was gonna use that bar to kill the kid he's holding, but he throws it away. So I like how they don't follow. You know what you might think would happen next. Right. Yeah. Um, and on that note, a few people survive this. It's not your typical everybody dies except for the one character, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and and it also expands on getting killed by him sucking because you've got to assume that like those people, all these victims are trapped there. Yeah. So. Um, and yeah, there's there's another thing. He, he gets more powerful the more people he kills. So yeah, a lot of creativity in this movie. Um, a, a lot of uh, a good one-liners in this movie. Um, and yeah, do you? I mean, do you? Are you a fan of the one-liner wisecracking Freddy, or do you like the idea of him just being a malevolent asshole who, you know? Yeah, I think it, I think they both work well. It just depends on the situation. Um, like uh, <laughs> when when he when he kills um, when he kills the mom when he kills Kristen's mom in the in the dream and um, he he cuts her head off and he's like where are you? Or, it's him. Sorry, he hit, the mom gets pulled through the doorway. Oh, sorry. This um, I had the most awful dream. Lane, where do you keep the bourbon? I'll be right down. I guessed. Please, Mom, I just don't want to be alone. I said, where's the fucking bourbon? You should listen to your mother. God damn it, Kristen, you ruin everything. Every time I bring a man home, you spoil it. You know what your shrink says? You're just trying to get a little attention. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I great. The, yeah, the talking head added so much to that scene where they could have just, you know, done a cheap prop of the mom with the eyes rolled back or something. But uh, that's great. Yeah, that was awesome. On my uh, my my Facebook page, they have they or they used to. I don't even know if it's still there, but they used to have like a little section where you, about me and you fill stuff out. And that was my quote: "Was where's the fucking bourbon?" <laughs> that is just fucking awesome because. Uh. Yeah, 
she i mean they set up that the mom is kind of like a derelict asshole who like brings men home and you know yeah. pays more attention to to you know going out and getting drunk with men than she does her daughter and then freddie just uses it against her and the, <laughs> the line is great the delivery is great he's robert england is just he's a charismatic dude and you can tell he is just into this shit at all times um and yeah, it just adds overall to the whole thing, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and there's one more one-liner I want to get out because it's one, also one of my favorites, um, you know, until next week when I'm sure he has more that I've forgotten about that are great. But uh, but yeah, this I love this scene too. Pokeball, Darren. Look familiar. Okay, asshole. Let's dance. Why, uh, why should we fight? We're old friends, you and I. Remember? Let's get hot. <laughs> Did he say, did he say, let's get hot? No, let's get high. Let's no, get no, high. I, oh, let's get high. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah get that, high. Was, that was beautiful. I did not, I wasn't expecting the, the, oh, the, little, the little light. Oh, that, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and yeah, that, I, that's another character. They set up really well. She's a, uh, you know, heroin addict who ends up in this place. And um, there's a, uh, a good scene with one of the like pig, uh, you know, yeah. RNs or whatever at the, the place who kind of like tries to get her to come to the drug stash at the hospital. And uh, yeah, he, he yeah. uses it against her uh, pretty much every kill. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like every kill is rather personalized to their victim. Right. I mean, yeah, I think um, uh, jumping back just a little bit, I liked how Freddie kind of looked up like almost, he didn't know he, like he, he almost doesn't know where he's going to jump in in some at least in that scene, like he didn't know where he was. And then like all of a sudden maybe he's, he just knows right away. Cause he can read this, read their mind or whatever quickly. He's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember this? Like we're old friends and he just uses it against them. I thought that, I think it's awesome how the scenes are personalized, like the kid in the wheelchair. Yeah. They're almost, they're almost all their own main characters, which really adds to the movie too. You know, that's interesting. You bring that up. Cause that's is, does Freddie create the world that they're in or does he just infiltrate the, the dream that they're already having? Right. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, so that's an interesting idea. Uh, and yeah, the so we've got, yeah, the heroin addict dies from the drug overdose. Um, we've got Joey getting killed by, or being captured, I should say, by yeah. the uh, the woman who he's obsessed with. Uh, the one girl gets killed by the TV. Um, I'm trying to think. There's got to be, an, oh, the, the guy who sleepwalks. They set him up as yeah. a sleepwalker. Um, so, mm -hmm. so yeah, so it's all really well thought out. It's a good script. Um, it's, it's goofy without like, not, it, it, it's still a little disturbing. Um, it's a very fun movie though. It's fun, you right. know? 
Uh, and yeah, I, uh, I, I guess, you know, I guess the last thing to talk about on this would be the one thing that I don't think works very well, which is the way they kill Freddy. Um, and that is that they... Oh, I didn't know if you had a clip. Sorry. No, no, you're good. <laughs> no. Go ahead. No, go for it. I suppose well, I should prep you with the clips. I really no, it's should. all good. No, it's, it's all good. We're, we're, I'm, I'm running an amateur operation here, obviously. So. so the so the uh, the um, what comedian did you call him the uh, the Bill Maher Bill Maher yeah Bill Maher doctor uh, they go to the find Nancy's dad in this in the bar because uh, he can't get over you know his wife's death but he's still a police officer but he knows where Freddie's bones are uh, so they have to get rid of the bones to kill Freddie and um, so they they uh, have a little fight scene yada yada but he ends up putting holy water on the bones and then uh, saying a little basically a little seance with the cross. Yeah, he uh, basically the Amanda Kruger nun character explains that he has to be buried in hollow ground, essentially, Which is like not a car dump. <laughs> right, right. Yes, a car dump. So that was kind of neat too. They go to this car dump. Junkyard. I've never heard it called a car dump. I don't know. No, yeah, it's not a car dump. I forget the name of a junkyard. A junkyard. Yeah. Um, a car dump. Um, <laughs> but and the the worst part is when you said car dump, I just went with it. I didn't like, you know, I, I'm not questioning it. It's a car dump. All that was there was cars. So, yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, so uh, they go to the car dump. We'll just continue calling that. Uh, and essentially, yeah, Nancy's dad is the only one who knows where it is. And they have a nice little like um, uh, character bit with Nancy and her dad where it's like he's just a drunk piece of shit um, who uh you know is still just frustrated because he refuses to believe her about freddie um and they go bury it but the thing that's perplexing to me is i it confuses the rules a bit for me because i don't understand why freddie he at one point inhabits the bones in the yeah. real world and attacks them and i feel like it was just an excuse to put like yeah. a set piece in the movie um i mean did that work for you or what well, i mean no, not really. I don't know how else they could have done it. Um, I don't know. I don't know how else they could have done it with them knowing where his bones were and finding them and then moving forward with with that. But um, unless they I don't know, I mean, it's a good way to wrap the series up, which obviously they didn't. Right. Because um, that's, you know, generally how they generally how they the final kill is with, bone. you know, Wait until you see how they bring him back in the next movie. Oh, geez. But, oh. Uh, but uh, Nancy's dad dies in the, in the, yes. in the, in the car dump. <laughs> yep. Yep. He finally has to accept it. And uh, he gets basically thrown up against like uh old caddy or what kind of car was it? I, I don't remember, but one of the like real old, like, you know, old style. Um, Big Finn. Yeah, big Finn, right? Exactly. He gets thrown up, killed there. Uh, then the 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 Bill Maher character does Freddy in. Uh, but before before Freddy gets done in, he does kill Nancy. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so that's an interesting move by the director. I feel like there was more that they could have done with Nancy down the road. They could have made her like a, a recurring character for the series, but they elected not to do that. Um, but I mean. Yeah, I guess pass the torch on to the next person, right? Yeah. Did uh, I can't remember if um and I just finished the movie tonight, but uh if I'm calling stuff car dumps, I guess that explains my my mindset right now. Anyway, did the 
did the the kid who was a mute who was in the coma did he survive did he wake up or did he have a death too no he did survive because he is in the hall of mirrors and he screams and breaks the yeah. mirrors and then freddy like uh you know pretends to be nancy's dad and hugs nancy and kills mm -hmm. her so the the surviving characters are Kristen, kincaid and joey they're the survivors they don't so. show joey out of the coma do they they just you just have to put the pieces together that he survived and came out of it i remember I think so yeah, okay. I did like when Nancy was visiting him that Freddie scratched, come get me, bitch. <laughs> yes. Like, dude, the character is so fucking awesome. Um, I mean, you know, I guess back to the, the thing where it's like, you know, I, I get that there's a loose, uh, you know, you can kind of make the leap that he's a pedophile, but he really doesn't necessarily come off that way. Right. Um, he seems like just a sick, twisted murderer. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's funny that he's likable. I mean, right. it's very bizarre. Um, <laughs> you know, and I, I guess, I, you know, comparing it to Jason, like you're rooting for Jason too. But I mean, right. let's not let's not get it twisted when you watch these. It's these old slashers with these characters. It's very interesting that you're rooting for them in a mm -hmm. sense, right? Yeah. Like they're the ones you want on screen. They're the ones you want to watch most of the time. And I, I wonder how much screen time he even has in the movie, to be honest. Like, yeah, that's a good question. I do. I wonder. I wonder. I, I think it's just, I think it's because they're the wild card. Like, I, you just, you want, you don't know what the heck they're going to do next. And you don't know what the characters are going to do next to try and get out of it. And I think it's that, that tug of war in your brain that's like, well, I, you know, I want to see more Freddy. Right, what he's gonna say, of course, because he's you know he's he's fucking great. I mean, yeah. just the one-liners we've got. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to prime time, bitch. Uh, <laughs> you come and get me, bitch. Let's get high. Oh, what a rush. Uh, I mean, shit. The where's the fucking bourbon or whatever he says. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's he's hilariously funny, and, and you know, it doesn't surprise me. I loved him as a kid, and it doesn't surprise me that kids like him because he's yeah. like a colorful character, you know. Right. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, great performance by Robert England. I think everyone's pretty good in the movie. Um, now, uh, Kristen does come back, but Patricia Arquette doesn't. So yeah. enjoy that. They do one of those, huh? Yes. And I met the new Kristen at hmm. a convention last year. Uh, let's just say she may or may not have had a lot of work done. Since oh, her. no. Yeah, but... But uh, yeah, I don't think uh, Patricia Arquette's too into the horror convention circuit. I can't imagine hmm. that that she, she would be she did uh man what was that show she did something with ghosts instead i mean she was in like a long-running paranormal movie or show it wasn't ghost whisperer i don't think i thought that was uh jennifer love hewitt but anyway i mean she didn't like completely diverge from that entire genre right in my yeah. opinion no, i wonder she, why she didn't come back for number two or number three uh i think it was money and she got some roles on mm -hmm. uh, Honestly, that you, at this time in the history of New Line, they were a bunch of cheap asses. Yeah. You know, I mean, they made these things on like shoestring budgets and they made them in like eight months. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as by the time this came out, the next one was out. I think the next one, and we can kind of discuss this next week, but the next one, I'm pretty sure they finished the movie like a day before it was released in theaters. So, yeah. So we'll see how uh, that affects it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Don't. Don't, I won't uh, spoil it for me. We'll see. I won't. I won't. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, I mean, this is a high point for the series, but 
I think this is just, I really think this is an awesome movie. I like even, even compared to other horror movies, not, it's not just an awesome Freddy movie to me. I, I really, really, really like this one. So and you can, you can still watch it without having number one under your belt too. Totally. Totally. I would imagine this was a great introduction of the character to people. Um, yeah. Yeah, I uh yeah, I can't say enough good things about it. Um so yeah, I mean final thoughts. You really liked it it sounds like. Yeah, no, I thought it was really well done. Uh you know, it has to have the cliffhanger ending. Um but uh I, I thought it was great. Very amazing effects, great cast. All the characters were were fairly decent. I think my least favorite character was the girl who died by the TV just yes. I don't know if she did just didn't get much she was dead before you could like her or really hate her for that. Right matter but um i i like the fact that all the characters are their own main character and they all work together and i think it has to do with the fact that they each contribute something individually to the story but also their dream powers yes yeah and the the message of like we can't take him on alone right right it's something right. that hadn't been tried in the previous movies of like hey let's see what we can do as a team here mm -hmm. um and uh yeah I, I and as far as the 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 sting at the end of this, it's just the light in the house turning on, right? Yeah, it was um, uh, the, the uh, model house. Yeah, the doctor sleeping with the little uh, Nancy's doll, dream doll next to the house, and then it and then it lights up. Um, that poor guy, he never got Nancy in the movie, huh? He never he never locked that down. Yeah, I don't I don't think they not specifically. I don't know what happened after dinner. I suppose. Oh yeah, I suppose we cut away from that, didn't we? <laughs> Maybe he did. Maybe he did. He never, yeah. Maybe he asked how the dream doll works and they. Yeah, that's very <laughs> true. I'll, I'll give you some good dreams. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not creepy at all. Well, uh, yeah. And, and Nancy's on that medication, which, which. Hypnosil. That's another thing I, they add. Yeah. Kind of played a, a, a plot point to it because they, the, the medicine that she's on, he, she drops her purse. The doctor finds it. It lets you sleep, but it blocks you from having dreams. So then she convinces the doctor to give the kids the medicine. And, um, uh, and I think that's, was that the end of it? Cause they had that, the group, the group sleep scene where, and then the kid ended up in the coma and then that's how it came to light. He gave him the medicine and the, the head doctor. Oh yeah. She's a bitch. Fuck yeah. that lady. Yeah. Um, yeah. You gotta have her though too. She's a, she's a strong character, but yes, they give the medicine and then they blame them because Joey goes into a coma, they blame it on the the medicine. So, oh, you're right. Yep, yeah. Yep. So they tied that. They tied that up well, and they tied. Yeah. It. Although, if they're giving them the medicine, why can they dream? I, I well, they dream during that group session, and I assume they give them the medicine at night. So this is a perfect oh, okay. dream versus I don't want to get attacked. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, and by the way, you know, we haven't done this yet uh, as far as what your prediction is for total kills. But so far, we've got four in the first movie. Uh, we have 11 in the second movie. And we've got six in this movie. So that would bring us to 21 kills. Where do you think this is going to end, Paul? Oh, how many movies are in the series? In the, in the proper eight, ten? So in the original series, not including uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, um wow well well 
Okay, so this is interesting because we might have to edit our Jason kill count at the end too. Because mm. I would consider, I would consider Freddy versus Jason part of that series. So yeah, in the in the original Nightmare series, there are seven, eight if you count Freddy versus Jason, and nine if you count the remake. Um. So I'll, we'll go. We'll I'll, go with seven. We'll go with the first seven. Um. I'll do fifty-four. I'll say like seven-ish kills a movie. So we're at 21. Uh, everybody note that uh, Paul is in on 54. Uh, and we will actually just go ahead and add that to the video because I will forget it. Um, <laughs> and we will go ahead and say 54. So that's on the video. If I need to find it, I will come and look back. So 54 is the guess. Um, I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to say. I don't know exactly. But um, but yeah, that'll be, uh, that'll be fun to follow. Uh, Paul, once again, where can everybody find you? Find me on the Tales from the Flipside YouTube channel and then our bi-weekly, or not bi-weekly, our, our weekly movie, movie review with uh, Jackson here on Bored and Annoyed and then a Downright Nerdy podcast YouTube yep. channel. Yep, and make sure you go watch the Downright Nerdy podcast on Sunday uh, night. We don't ever know what time it's going to be at, but it's usually around 7-ish Central Time. Um, so, yeah, watch that for our review of, uh, uh, what the hell did I say? Really, Green, Green Mile. Mile. Which, yeah, so, Paul, you ready to dedicate three hours and 15 minutes of your life this week to a, a homework assignment? That's a long one, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, I think this has got to be the longest one we've watched, right? Patton might be as long. Patton, I don't know. It could be close, but I know Patton is long. Until um, Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> it'll happen. Now, Patton was great, though. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm uh, Jackson with uh, Just Annoyed, um, still hosting this on the Bored and Annoyed YouTube channel, though. Um, don't know what I'm going to do about branding uh, or anything like that. Of course, it'll probably be two years before I figure something out. But thanks again for listening. Um, if you're listening online or on a podcast platform, reminder to go subscribe on YouTube. Um, obviously, those clips are better when you can see them. So um, yeah, uh, always welcome to come. Come uh, join in on the chat here and leave some comments. So everybody have a good night and uh, tune in next week. Uh, we seem to have Wednesdays as the night. So yeah. assume it's going to be next Wednesday night at, uh, you know, 10 or 9 Eastern time uh, for Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master.